Well, listen, listen, why don't you start uh, helping us out in the kitchen? All right. Uh, you can start by sticking your face in, 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 in the freezer and making us some ugly things. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you might be. It's me, your pal Junkman, back to annoy your asses. Not really. With the <laughs> the finest in tunage and stories and interviews and all the fun stuff. Right here in Anaheim, California at the world-famous Doll Hut Studios. Directly located right next door to the world-famous Doll Hut Club. Scene of so many infamous punk and rock and roll shows over the years. Glad to be here with you today. Man, I'm telling you, a lot, lot going to be uh, cooked up for today's program. I have, uh, I have guests on the show today. I have a lot of new music for you. A lot of fun music that uh, maybe you hadn't thought about in a while and stuff that you didn't even know existed. All for my own personal collection, I might add, which makes it even cooler. So uh, just, you know, kick back. Open up a beverage of choice. Get ready for an in, another incredibly exciting installment of Junkman Radio. And a big howdy do to you. Hello, hello. Starts the show. Hello, hello, hello. It's Junkman Radio.
Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. It's your right reverend junk man right here on Junk Man Radio. Playing some righteous tunes. That's right. That, my friends, is Sweat Hog going back to, uh, well, about 1970, 71, maybe. Maybe 72. Can't remember. But that's called Hallelujah. And fit in right there, right there, you know, like that little tambourine and all that stuff going on in the background. Very, very 70s tune. Cool stuff, but, man, fits in right in today. But I also played uh, ha- or Hallelujah Rock and Roll before that from Crocus. See that little bit of, uh, I don't know. These are the things I like to do on Junkman Radio. I like to find little bits and pieces that somehow just fit together, you know. Started that set out with Hello, Hello, and a great way to start out the show with Talk Show. That was the band that featured the uh, DeLeo brothers from Stone Temple Pilots, as well as their drummer, Eric Kretz, and the singer from the Ten Inch Men. First time that Scott Weiland left the band due to his drug issues, they decided to replace him with another singer, come up with another name of the band, and put out some great music And that one right there. Hello, Hello, that started the show. Scorpions from uh, a record, uh, a couple of records ago. It wasn't very popular, but a great song called 321. Thought you'd enjoy that. Got a brand new one from Airborne from Way Down Under and Backseat Boogie. Yeah, that is. Absolutely. My boy's Little Caesar with Hard Rock Hell. As mentioned, played Crocus with Hallelujah Rock and Roll. It's ended that set with Hallelujah from Sweat Hog. Hope you're enjoying this, man. Just getting warmed up, my friends. It's going to be a great show today. All kinds of cool tunes, old, new, and everything in between. Here's one I haven't spun in a while. Actually, a couple of weeks, actually. I've been kind of focusing on one of their other songs. I had uh, Dirty Honey singer Mark LaBelle on the program just recently. And they're going to be playing in town in a couple of weeks. And I hope you got to see them opening up for Guns N' Roses when they did in Las Vegas. This is uh, a video they came out with that uh, I think it's probably the second one they've come out with in terms of their uh, their latest material. This is called Rolling Sevens. Speaking of Vegas, right? <laughs> it's a great video. Go look it up. But right now you're going to hear the audio. That's right. This is new from Dirty Honey. Rolling Sevens on Junk Man Radio. Baby, I- 
Love it all, man. Junk Band Radio. Oh, man, that is awesome, isn't it, guys? That's the latest from my good friend Cherie Curry and Breed Darling, the title track of their latest called The Motivator. And yes, guys, it's on the road. They're taking it on the road. Playing uh, shows. Coming to see them pretty soon, too. Can't wait for that. Looking forward to it. Um, was nice enough to... Uh, they were nice enough, I should say, to call in here to Junk Band Radio a couple weeks back and speak with us about that particular record. Just, man, it's so cool. I can't get my feet to stop dancing whenever I hear that, man. It's just, you know, I'm not a dancer by any means, but that one makes me go. It's uh, whatever it takes, you know. <laughs> There's your visual for you today, Junk Man dancing. Whoa, I don't know about that. <laughs> Uh, I just love that song. It's a, it's a very old T-Rex song that um, that their producer, who happens to be Bree's husband, um, suggested, and they just nailed it. They just really, really did a great job on it. So, again, The Motivator from Cherie Curry and Bree Darling. That's the title track. Man, some cool stuff. I played a lot of the stuff from the ladies to wrap up that set, but we'll get to that. First off, I started this set with a brand new one, again, from Dirty Honey. And again on my show recently... We had singer Mark LaBelle talking to us about uh, that particular song and record and the band and everything, and uh, they're just a great band, um, Dirty Honey. That particular number's got a great video. Hot-looking girl on a motorcycle riding through the desert, comes in, ends up going to a, to a bar. You know, it's pretty cool. Old story, but uh, you know, done very well, updated these days, again, with a great song. I uh, went way back with the Rolling Stones and Jivin' Sister Fanny, one of my favorites. I just I was in the mode for that, which led me into the next song from Sass Jordan and uh, If You're Gonna Love Me, which uh, it's kind of bittersweet that I play that particular song. One, I love the song, and I hope you did too. It's from one of her first records. And uh, saddened that uh, this week we lost my good friend Steve Norton, guitar player who uh, at one time played in that particular band, in the Sass Jordan band, 
when uh, I guess that song came out on that particular tour. I don't remember what the name of the record was, but uh, yeah, Steve died this week, and uh, man, he was such a talented guy. Just he could play any style of guitar, and he knew what he was talking about, and he was a great guitar tech for a lot of bands too. But um, just sadly passed away this week, and uh, just makes me sad. You know, good guy, great guitar player, all the above. He's just uh, he was a good dude. So uh, I wanted to play some sass and remember him. Uh, Pearl, that's right, Pearl. She's out on the road, too, singing her songs, and that was one of them right there. Check out Charlie. Pearl is also known as Mrs. Scott Ian, and uh, she's also known as Meatloaf's daughter. How about that? Unbelievable. And uh, she's just got a hell of a voice. She's a hell of a lady, and uh, she's got a hell of a band. So all the above, hell, hell, hell. She's awesome. And that particular song, check out Charlie from her first release. Played Hailstorm. Yep, enough said about them. They're just awesome in every way. Lizzie Hale just had a birthday recently. Happy birthday, Lizzie. And uh, got motivated to um, sing that song. Their whole crowd sang to her at this recent Aftershock Festival that I went to. And uh, there's their version of the Skid Row song, Slave to the Grind, which I think just blows the Skid Row version away. As much as I like that particular song, Hailstorm just takes it to another level. And again, ended that set with uh, Cherie and Bree doing The Motivator. All right. Hope you enjoyed that set. Lots more right here at Junk Band Radio. All right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a little trip, okay? What do you say? All right, picture this. We're going to drive through the desert with the top down. You're going to hit cruising speed. The sun is setting. And Joe Satriani is playing guitar. It's Flying in a Blue Dream from Joe Satriani on Junkman Radio. Let's buckle up. Forget about the speed limit. Blast off.
But my life, 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 life,
Junk Man Radio, rocking out all over the road, my friends. That is Long Beach, California's own rival Sons, and all over the road. What a great band. My God, that band kicks ass. And that's why you're hearing them on uh, Junk Man Radio, because they kick ass. They're awesome. That's all I got is awesome tunes and stuff to play for you that uh, I know you're going to love. All right, a cool set right there. I enjoyed that immensely. I hope you did, too. Started things out with my boy Joe Satriani. Just talking about him just the other day. And I decided, I, you know what? I was kind of in this driving mode today for some reason. You know, in Southern California, you're always in a driving mode. You know, you got to be. And uh, Flying in a Blue Dream is probably one of my favorite songs to drive to. And that's exactly what I was talking about the other day to someone. And, um, and just, you know, you crank that one up and you could just cruise forever. You could put that song on repeat and just keep going, you know. It's just got that perfect, perfect beat for it. Nice segue into Pink Floyd, One of These Days. Now, uh, if you're unfamiliar with that, that's from the Metal album, which came out around 1970-something like that, right before Dark Side of the Moon. And that sound that you're hearing right in the middle of that is, One of these days, I'm going to cut you into little pieces exactly what he says so took me a while before i got really high when i was a kid to figure that out and i did because that one was uh, a big one for the turntable back in the day that still is <laughs> uriah heap and the late great david byron on the vocals and stealing classic from them another classic is rainbow long live rock and roll with our boy, the late, great Ronnie James Dio on the vocals and uh, Richie Blackmore on guitar. The late, great Cozy Powell on the drums. Uh, man, what a band. Ah, Rival Sons wrap things up. Yep, just a killer rock set right here. Junk Band Radio, hope you're enjoying yourself. And uh, on the line with me, I got, um, well, an old friend and a new friend, apparently, and a new band that I think you guys are really going to like. I've been playing it here on uh, Junk Band Radio. It's brand new. I get Brian uh, Tishy from the band Silverthorn, and brand new stuff from them. Um, dude, how you doing? Good. You got you got me, and you also got our singer Pete Shoulder here. Hello. Pete, Pete how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Great, gentlemen. Uh, first off, great work on the new music. I really this. Uh, I guess the first question I would ask is, how did this collaboration and this project get together in the first place? All right, you, you got a minute. It's a pretty interesting. Story. I got more than a minute, man. So yeah, lay it on us. Okay, well, I, I'll try and make it quick. Back in like uh, 2011, I was touring with White Snake, and there was a band called The Union that were opening up the UK dates. Uh, Pete Shoulder was the singer. I come into the venue and I hear them play and I'd be like man that singer's killer just made a little note of it you know uh, and we all met back then but didn't keep in touch I just was like the guy's a great singer so uh, fast forward a bunch of years and I end up having a, a project with the DeLeo brothers from Stone Temple Pilots I'd known those guys for a long time we had recorded some music without a singer the goal was to find a singer and that was happening because they also uh, didn't have a singer at the time for Stone Temple Pilots, unsure of if they were going to find somebody, find the right guy for that. So we had this music, and uh, through one thing, through who knows who, this person knows that person, it ends up they uh, they get in touch with Pete Shoulder, and they send me 
uh, little recording of him, and they're like, check this guy out. I'm like, man, he's killer. And they go, yeah, you guys actually uh, toured together back years ago. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. So we ended up all getting together. It's like 2016, the end of the end of the year, and we basically made a made a record and uh, wrote, recorded a record together. And we're pretty psyched to have that happen, but some, you know, batch of months later, they ended up uh, finding a guy that fit the mold and uh, worked out for the STP world, and they had to make a choice. And being that we're huge STP fans with complete respect for them and everything they've created, you know, with their own music and their own band and decades of success, we uh, understood their decision, which was to continue STP. So the band we were working on was put on a sort of indefinite hold, and uh, that's uh, that, that led us to a few months after that. Pete and I getting back together, I said, "Hey, man, let's, let's try and make some uh, some uh, lemonade with these lemons." And we, he came back out from the UK. We wrote, recorded a bunch of stuff, and then uh, that was all 2018. We got wow. got a bunch of music together. Went through some management issues with guys. We that thought we we thought we would have a good thing going with and it actually uh just kind of ate up a bunch of months so then uh, this year we signed up with uh, golden robot records and got everything together in the spring you know the ep that's gonna be coming out in february you know the, the artwork the, the videos the photos i had to go to japan all summer came back and this, this uh the single's been out since the middle of august and there you go yeah when uh, i first where we're at Dude, it's some pretty sweet lemonade you guys came up with, I might add. But, uh, <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, it goes well with uh, tequila. Absolutely, and everything else, man, you know? I mean, the first time I heard this thing, I was, I was really kind of unaware who it was. And I went, oh, yeah, I know Brian. No, this is great. And I thought maybe you might even be playing guitar in it, because I know you're a great guitar player. Um, you know, besides a phenomenal drummer, Brian, Brian is just this amazing guitar player. But I heard the voice, and I went, wow, who is this? And so I'm glad I, uh, I got that uh got to know you pete so this is great cool. this is well, uh I, I gotta add in there yes i'm the, I'm the drummer in the band and it is a trio and uh while i get into the, that story and i try and round it up quickly i always seem to too often leave out this year we well daniel spree is on bass we had it we got a bass player it's not just pete and i so uh daniel's a longtime friend of mine he lives out here in la and i, I sent him the stuff said hey uh, what do you think about this you know would you like to get involved he's like yeah this stuff's really cool i go we don't have much going on right now you know it's springtime we just got to get some photos and videos together and you know we'll start playing in the fall and get it going for real and uh he was into it so uh luckily he's still available he's around it he didn't get some huge gig and leave town and blah 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 so which has happened stuff, you man. know pete myself and daniel we are silver thorn and uh we're, you know and uh you know let's let's use some typical rock terms here we're coming at you hard we're coming man. at you hard man yeah coming to a town near you <laughs> Yeah. What's well, cool, man? So it's going to be a power trio. I hate to use that term, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's great. It's very powerful stuff. It's very we're, cool. We're, po we're powerfully powerful. Yeah, and just a, a little bit, just a notch above your regular power trio because we have a little extra power. Uh huh. So how many songs are we talking about? You said you got an EP, so it has to be five or six songs. Yeah, we've got. There's five songs that are on the EP that's coming out. Uh -huh. I mean, those five songs were kind of. Um, you know, distilled down from like a, pretty much a, an album's worth of material that you know Brian and myself had written together. Um, and we're, we're out, you know, we're together now. We're writing and recording new stuff as we speak. So um, you know, these sets that we're going to do are probably about an hour, an hour long. You know, and it's going to be all pretty much originals, apart from what maybe one cover. Uh huh. So you know, we've got, we've got a lot of good material, a lot of strong stuff. 
Well, speaking of sets, that sounds like you've got a couple of live dates showed uh, or booked up, or is that the case, or is that still coming? Yeah, yeah, we're playing. It's uh, Vamped in Vegas on uh-huh. the 22nd of November, and then on the 24th of November, we play the Viper Room. Oh, nice. Vegas. Right here in L- right here in L.A. Awesome. So. Yeah, yeah, so we can't wait. It's going to be yeah, man, it's man, it's gonna be awesome. I may have to attend that one myself. I'm pretty sure I yeah, will. So that's uh, right around the holiday time. So it's gonna be a good week to go out and about. And if you want to see a great new band, this would be uh, my suggestion to go see in the Los Angeles area. Now the video itself has been out for um, just a couple of weeks, correct? Or has it been out for a while? Oh, two months now. Yeah, yeah I, I think it came out right with the single. You know, like uh, I don't know, middle middle of August. So yeah. Now, I know they're doing a lot of stuff with computer graphics and things like that. Did you actually play out there on a hillside outside, or was that uh, just kind of <laughs> with studio yeah, tricks? Yeah, as real as it gets. No, this is full-blown, full you know, full-blown, no, uh, no, no graphic additions or any of that stuff. Like, there's about a bunch of, uh, out here in uh, Santa Clarita, there's a bunch of killer canyons and mountains and all that stuff, and I go mountain biking, and somehow one, I don't know, a year or so ago, uh, my wife and I were just driving around, we took a took a road up into the canyons just to see what was up there and we ended up going up this dirt hill for like a mile and we got up there and was like, oh, this would be a good place to hike someday. I remembered it and when we were looking for a location for the video to the sky wide open, I was like, I think this, I think I have a cool place. And then I remember getting up to the top of this dirt road and there was an open space and behind it was tons of mountains and looked badass. So we're like, let's do it. But then our schedule changed a little bit and we had to work early. We had to do this in the early morning as opposed to afternoon. We got there whatever, 8.30, 9 o'clock or something, and uh, it was all overcast and foggy. I was like, oh, man, you guys, it's, it's not supposed to look like this. And uh, But it ended up working our advantage. The more when we saw the clips back, it just it just worked. It just seemed to tie into the uh, to the song better. So, yeah, man, that, that, that's, that's us. That's us dragging drums and guitars and uh, you know, PA, PA up there and, and just, you know, putting the car, you know, putting the car on the other side of the road and our video director she was like on top of the car filming us and all over the place it's literally three iphones and an ipad yeah that's how you make videos now totally organic man totally organic you know so the millennials will be happy about that you know no no animals were hurt (laughs) if if any bands out there new bands don't have much of a budget and they want to figure out ways to get stuff done give us a call because that's how we roll It's great, man. It's great. Now, here's another thing too. You know, the the name of the band Silverthorn. There's been a lot of bands with silver in it. No, this is this is Silverthorn. Tell us how you came to the uh, how you came to that idea. The name of the band Silverthorn. Well, I gotta say, I think there's quite a few more bands that have black and white in there. Exactly. Exactly. Silver Silver's not not even close in that world. I I can only think of well, I think of what one. Can you name more than one? Go ahead. I wanted. I could name a I could name a couple, but it really doesn't matter. I'm just kind of curious how you came up with the name Silverthorn. Well, I mean, trying to think of a new band name in 2018. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we just, I mean, we went for months and months and months going back and forth with different names, you know, sending each other lists of names. And then there was one night I was just doing some research, but looking through plants or something and weeds, and I, came, and I saw Silverthorn, and I sent it to Brian. And he was like, what's that mean? And I said, oh, it's, it's the name of, a, of this weed that grows, you know, wild. And wherever it grows, it takes over everything that's around it. Well, it grows up in Santa Clarita, right? Right where you put the video. 
I don't know the, where the where the silver tones are the most, but but we just knew it sounded kind of cool. Like just if you, if it's left unattended, it just takes over everything around it. And I was like, hey, I like the sound of the word. I like the meaning. Sounds like we have a rock band name. Let's do it. Yeah, it sounds great, man. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. And what I like even better is the music. So you know, it's uh, it's something cool. Let's give it. Let's give it a blast here for. Uh, for the people so they can yeah. crack it up. Tell you what I'm going to do, gentlemen. I'm going to put you on hold just for a second. I'll be back with you right after we uh, we blast off, tear the sky wide open, and then we'll be talking about that particular song in just a moment. So, again, Silverthorn on the air. I got uh, Pete and I got Brian from the band. And uh, crank this up. You're going to love it. It's brand new from Silverthorn. Again, they're going to be, uh, as they just mentioned, they're going to be doing a couple shows in November, one at Vamped in Vegas and another at the Viper Room uh, towards the end of the month. And uh, we'll get back in some more information about that in just a moment. So, again, enjoy this. This is Tear the Sky Wide Open and Crank It Up.
There you go. It's rocking, man. It's brand new from uh, Silverthorn, my friends. That's called Tear the Sky Wide Open. Nice work, gentlemen. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. It's uh, You know what? It's It reminds me of a lot of different things, yet very unique, too. Your vocals on that, uh, Pete, are just... Uh, I like I like whatever I like what I'm hearing. I want to hear some more. So, uh, you said sometime in February is when the EP will be out. Yeah. Um, well, before that, right now, it's glad we're talking to you today because we can announce that the second single, Free Order, became available yesterday for the song Black River Rising, which uh, will be out November 25th. But right now, you can just go to any of our social media. On Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, just you know, you can find us easily. I, you know, there's Silverthorn Band or Silverthorn HQ is uh, our, our Twitter account, and uh, we just posted uh, the link, so you can just click on the link and pre-order it if you're into it. I think there's, there's actually a little little clip of the verse or something. There's like a little little snippet of the music, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we finished up the video today actually, and uh, we'll be doing a little video teaser in the next week. You know, promoting the second single, so that'll bring us up. That kind of promotion will take us up to Christmas, basically, and then, uh, the you know, you got to get back into the new year, a little bit more promotion, and then the the, the EP will be out beginning of February. Wow, really looking forward to it. And it, again, you can also check out Golden Robots Records too, because uh, you know they'll uh, that's that's what it's going to be on. And those, you know, what I love that record label because a lot of friends of mine are on it. My friends, Little Caesar, are on Golden Robot. Uh, I think the guys from LA Guns are on that station uh, on that uh, label. There's a bunch of people that are on there. They're putting out some amazing music, and they're based out of Australia, correct? Yeah, they're in Australia. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's, yeah, there's a lot of when, when I the president and founder Mark when I yeah when we got in touch with each other, I, he, he mentioned, I have a, it was through some, it was for something else, t- totally different. And he said, hey, I have a new, I have a label, Golden Robot, I got, you know, Skid Row and uh, John Sykes and uh, King Jax and, uh, and, you know, Gilby and Disney. Yeah. Said, oh, man, I'm friends with all those guys. And I, I said, I have a new band. Uh, and he's like, cool, man, send it over. And it was really that simple. He's like, no, this, is, this stuff's great, let's do it. And that was all, you know, I don't know, what was it about? What, yeah, January, February, February this year, yeah. Now, did you guys go with an outside producer, or did you guys kind of do it with your with your own? No, we did it all ourselves. Sweet. Yeah, it's just, it's just me and Brian in a room. Brian's got a studio out here in Santa Clarita, which um, I, I stay here. I sleep here while um, while I'm here, and we just it's just constant creativity. Really, you know, we're working on songs all the time, and um, yeah, so just the two of us sat in a room, and you know wrote these songs and we kind of, we knew what we were going for. We, we both, you know, we both had a similar um, mindset of, of how music should sound. And, you know, we kind of, we, Brian worked a lot and worked hard to get his drums sound just right in here. And yeah, and it's, you know, it's such a simple process and it's like, you know, do we need a producer? You know, Man, anything goes these days, you know. I guess you know there's benefits to everything, mm-hmm. but like, like, like uh, I didn't mention when you know I knew Pete was a killer singer, but getting to do that project with the DeLeo brothers, I realized wait, he's not just a great singer; he's a killer guitar player, plays keyboards. He's a you know, well-rounded musician, the whole thing, and, and, and a good guy. There's no like you know lead singer disease and all that kind of stuff, and uh, that's that's why it was like. Hey, that project didn't work out, but you know, man, I think if the two of us get together, 
we could probably just get this going on our own and just, you know, because it also just talking to, you know, we're cut from the same cloth, the music we're into, the sounds we like, what, what we'd like to see in an original band. It, it just started, it lined up like, man, this it would be foolish not to try this. And not to mention, I have a studio house. Like, we can come over here and today, we don't got to go, you know, book in studio time and finding engineers and all that junk. That, nothing, man. We just come in here and the drums are mic'd up and ready to go. We got the Pro Tools and you get an idea and just roll with it. It's completely peaceful out here and it lends to the vibe. You know, you know, when you come here to focus and write music and be creative, it's, this is, we get it done here. So, so yeah, it worked out, man. And, and we didn't want to, uh, you know, we, at this point, man, if I'm going to do a band, I want it to sound the way I want it to sound. And, you know, just banking yourself a little bit and hopefully there's people out there that, that hear it and dig it. And hopefully there's everybody from fans to managers and agents and, Blah blah blah. Whatever. DJs, you know, <laughs> yeah, DJs. I, 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 we wanted it to sound like us, like literally. It, it, these days, man, you can bring any drum set in, you know, any room and come out with a sound that sounds the same as the hundred other drum sets somewhere. And and production over, you know, in general, because you can do so much in, in the in, with studio trickery and modern day technology, you can get so much going. And it, you know, it, then at the end of the day, you go, does, does this sound like the band? Like when you put the Who on, it sounds like the Who put you know queen on it's not like queen it's because they're you know great musicians that have a sound it's coming out of their hands rather than a producer manipulating stuff in the studio after they're finished tracking or whatever and that's how we did it you know just completely organically and and uh it makes it more fun man i, I want to hear sounds that i can sit there and go yeah that's 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 what we got it wasn't achieved by somebody else that you know has more knowledge in the studio than us and we're just like not knowing what we're doing you know i mean it is good to have a producer sometimes, you know, somebody who's outside of the circle, you know, who's not in the band to have a kind of different uh, perspective on things. But, you know, between the two, two of us and, and Daniel as well, you know, we've, we've made a lot of records, you know, and we kind of, we both, I think we, we, you know, we're good for each other. Well, it's, um, it's going to lead me into my... It's going to lead me into my next question, too, as a drummer, too. Now, Brian's been one of my favorite drummers forever. Now, I, I can understand how drums work and, you know, not as much with guitar sound. So I'm going to ask you, Brian, this particular thing. Did you do anything different with your drums, I don't know, in terms of tuning or miking that you've never done before? Is this or have you just gone on, you know, something? Hey, this worked for me for this before. Let's try this. And I think it's the right sound for that. Or was it just something completely new this time around? No, no, I just, I just went with what I thought would be cool drums for the band, which was like, you know, for, for me, I, I, man, where do you start? I'll, I'll play drums for anybody and trying to get to fit in with the vibe. You know? And you have. Go, <laughs> What's that? And you have. You play with a lot of people I've seen, you know? Yeah, so what, what you know, if somebody hires me, I'm going to, I want to do what works for the band or for them. You know, that's, that's uh -huh. important. But in my own little world of writing music and starting my own band, I want it to be, uh, sounded like my favorite records, which starts with starts and ends with Led Zeppelin. You know? Oh yeah. So I want a big drum sound that's wide open, and I want room mics, and I want to have the ability to have choices of close miking or distant miking and all that stuff. And I and I want to capture, I want to get somewhere in the ballpark of the excitement I felt when I listened back to like, for example, physical graffiti, because I have like distinct memories of being at my my lake as a kid in the summer, and my buddy shows up with a killer boombox, and he's got physical graffiti cassette and he's got diary of a madman so we cranked that all summer and those are like that, that was my that, that was the open door to the first time i heard those records it was probably like eighth grade or something like that and uh i just was floored by 
the, the sound, whatever, whatever moved me about physical graffiti in particular, it's probably my all time favorite record, but you know, when you're doing rock, man, you, you know, it's, Hey, I love this. I love the sound of whatever Pantera, Meshuggah, Gojira, you know, there's tons of killer bands out there now, but for me playing rock, I just, I love honest sounds and the band comes together and sounds a certain way and you can, and that, it, that, that's what comes out in the final mix and in the final master and the release to the public is how we sound, you know, and, and that's, that's what I, what we go for. But I, I also love engineering. I love getting sounds. It makes it like, when I have a good snare drum sound, you know, it makes my day, you know. Well, you definitely knocked it out of the ballpark first time around with this, so I really uh, I'm looking you. forward. I'm looking and forward to the rest. Both bug out on guitar sounds like we're fans. yeah. We'll talk all long about guitar players and stuff. We'll just you know, so we'll put a mic in front of an amp and and have a have a sound in our heads, and we'll just be trying to catch that sound. Which you know, it's it's fun because when you get close to something, man, you know that's that's what I mean. Musicians are you're always trying to get you know whether it's a good song or a cool groove or or great lyrics or melody, you also want the sound, you know, I don't, I don't think Steely Dan was trying to sound like Zeppelin, I don't think Zeppelin <laughs> was trying to sound like Steely Dan, you know, but they're both amazing bands uh, in their own right, but, you know, that, man, you, you put on Steely Dan, it has, a, there's a thing to it, you know, it sounds like, you, know, you put on Boston versus, you know, Aerosmith, you know, the production's different because the guys in the band are different, they create different sounds in their instruments, and I think that's important, and today, some of that is lacking, and I, and I love it when we hear Newer bands that are 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 doing it that way, you know. You know what? They're and, taking advantage. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of them, and a lot of them that I'm playing on my show here because it's just it's such a great renaissance period for bands like that that get that old school way and make it updated for for today. It's not just it's a great time for new bands, and that's uh, you guys fit right into that realm. It's awesome. So people that just get it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, cool. So. Thanks. Well, gentlemen, again, I, I appreciate you talking with us here. And, uh, again, anything else you might want to add? I know, uh, again, I'll, you can find Silverthorn on, uh, on social media all over the place. Keep looking for him. Looking for him on Golden Robot Records. The record's coming out in February, an EP. And, uh, again, they're going to be playing at Vamped in Vegas, and they're going to be playing at the Viper Room in Los Angeles. Amongst other places, I'm sure, we'll be able to see you on yeah, the road yeah. soon. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're a baby band, and we don't have any, like, false expectations of just, you know, because we think we're good, <laughs> that we're going to, you know, automatically take over. It's, it's a lot of work, and it's a, a total uphill battle. And the, for me, the goal is to see if is, is I think you asked it when we were off the air, but yeah, man, it's just full-time. It's a full-time thing that, you know, if you don't do it full-time, you're, you're going to A, sell yourself short. You're never really going to see the full potential, and it's not easy. It, it takes a lot of time right. to, to get a band from, oh, okay, we have songs. Okay, we have a, a deal. Okay, now what about how do you get that to translate around the world? How do you get this to sustain itself? And I—that's the hardest thing. And if we can get this to a place where that's this is our gig, we're, we're Silverthorn and we make music and we tour and we have fans that want to hear it and people and it's growing. That's 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 where I want to be. That's that means more to me than anything. You know, it's been fun to play with. Uh, you know, hired to play in bigger bands and all that stuff. But yeah, I, I I want that experience. It's always what I wanted as a kid. You know, you go see Van Halen, you go see. Kiss, you go see Rush, and you you come out of those concerts with your life changed, and that's all I ever wanted to do. You know. Well, my passion is to help you out with that, so hopefully, uh, hopefully that can be done. I'm sure it will. It's a great product you got here, gentlemen. So, again, I appreciate well, you talking with us here today. So, and I'll uh, hang on the line, and uh, we'll talk again soon. But again, check out. Uh, you want to add anything else? You got anything else you might want to plug? Uh, let us know. 
Um, yeah, yeah. We, basically, man, you know, anybody's listening, just if you're in if you're in LA, come out Sunday night, November 24th to the Viper Room. If you're in Vegas, or you can get to Vegas, come Friday night, November 22nd to the to Vamped. And uh, yeah, man, just check check us out. That's it. And then uh, look for the second single, Black River Rising. In, uh, that's what's gonna be out really soon. Yeah, November 25th. And so it's all happening. And uh, that's it, man. We're just uh, we're just gonna keep chipping away at the the rock and roll stone. Well, Brian and Pete, thanks a lot for talking to us here. And uh, hang on again, hang on the line just a second. But uh, again, Silverthorn, check it out. Again, the uh, the new single, "Tear the Sky Wide Open." Um, you can find it anywhere you want and uh, crank it up loud. Make sure your friends hear it. So, again, gentlemen, thanks a lot. Thank you. All right, junk band. Thank you. Yeah, and I like junk band radio. I like pirate radio too. What's that you ask? Well, no, not that radio station that used to exist in long long are in Los Angeles. This is uh, the brand new one from Brian Ray. Brian, of course, uh, you've seen him play guitar with Paul McCartney's band. This is from his solo record entitled Pirate Radio. This is Pirate Radio on Junk Band Radio. Enjoy.
Junkman Radio. That, my friends, is the Down and Outs. The band headed by Def Leppard singer Joe Elliott, and uh, the song was Rock and Roll Queen. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that could definitely fall under that uh, particular title. <laughs> These days, just about anybody can, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it seems to be all the rage, literally. But, uh, hey, did a little rock and roll there for you. Before that, Blue Oyster Cult, Cities on Flame with rock and roll. Line em. Yep, the boys from uh, Alabama. And uh, Jacob Bunton and the boys called uh, a song called Giving Up on Rock and Roll. Great stuff from Lynam. And started things out with Brian Ray, the latest from him, and Pirate Radio. Brian, of course, again, as I mentioned, you know him as the guitar player in Paul McCartney's live band. But, uh, you know, he's got his own music out. And it's awesome. Speaking of awesome, we like our sponsors here at Junk Band Radio. And uh, we like to salute them in any particular way we can. One of our sponsors here supplying us with a lot of music is VintageRock.com. VintageRock.com is a killer website all about the quote-unquote classic or vintage parts of rock and roll and things like that. You know, could be new, could be old. uh, You know, people that fall under all kinds of different genres uh, fall into the vintage rock area. You know what I'm saying? Anything from uh, stuff from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, or, you know, past the big uh, millennium here. You know, plenty, plenty, plenty of tunes to not only hear, but to read about. There's reviews, there's concert reviews, there's a whole lot more on VintageRock.com. And uh, each week, I do a salute to them with a VintageRock.com six-pack. Six songs of a particular band or a uh, genre of my choice. This week, I was thinking about the band from San Francisco, The Tubes, and uh, who really, really, really started out a big theatrical part in the whole rock genre in the early 70s, and, or mid, early to mid-70s, and are still playing today and still at it. Fee Wabel, the lead singer, has uh, kept that band alive, and a lot of uh, original members of the band are still in it, you know, including Fee. And so uh, we're going to play six songs, a VintageRock.com six-pack of the tubes. Let's start it out with TV is King on Junk Man Radio.
punks on dope. Mine. 
As I mentioned near the close of the last record, this record you are now playing is another example of the completion backward principle. If you can possibly manage the time, please play both sides at one meeting.
Junkman Radio, wrapping up a VintageRock.com six-pack of the tubes. That one right there, the great big hit from 1981. That, of course, talk to you later from the Completion Backward Principle, the name of that record. A concept record, so to speak. But, uh, man, I'm telling you, that, uh, that one got some airplay as did uh, a couple of the other songs on that record. I remember that record specifically because uh, when I was in college back around then, I got thrown off the college radio station uh, for playing the tubes when they were trying to become a... They had some guy that decided they were going to be a jazz station. And uh, anyway, that was his senior project, was to make the station into a jazz station. Program director. Huh. Dick. And... uh, I decided I was going to be the rebel and play the tubes, which I was really into that time, at the time, and still am, actually. But uh, he wasn't very cotton to that and decided that I was going to be thrown out of there for a while. And then, you know, again, nobody, nobody ever heard of him again. The station ended up becoming a very popular college radio station on the East Coast. So how about that? There's a story for you. Saw him that tour, too. Did a great deal. The tubes, of course, were... Uh, a big theatrical band, lots of costumes and stage, uh, killer stage show, as they continue to do. But I just don't think it's as outrageous as it used to be. Uh, for instance, the song before that, Sushi Girl. They had a girl dressed up in this great big uh, Japanese costume, you know, on the top. And then she had tentacles and all kinds of stuff. And it was pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, Mondo Bondage. I remember that part of the show because they put on a whole bunch of leather and bondage gear and came up and did that particular song. Uh, proceeded Sushi Girl. Also played Don't Touch Me There, featuring their ex-background uh, singer, Ree Styles. Good stuff. Yeah, Don't Touch Me There. Kind of the, uh, the backseat uh, love song. <laughs> White Punk's on Dope. From their first record, probably the one that put them on the map right there, a Todd Rundgren production. And just that song just keeps going on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And started things out from remote control and TV is king. Yup. The tubes wrapping up a vintagerock.com six pack. That's right. Cool, huh? I love that band. I always will. And yes, they're still playing around the neighborhood. You could find them. I know they uh, they play at different places, so you can you can see them. So, what we're gonna do right now is uh, when you hear the tone, the time will be seven o'clock. It's the London Choir Boys. It's seven o'clock on Junkman Radio.
Lord, don't you think I'll tell you, baby, if I only could? You might actin' crazy, you might just too proud, you might just plain lazy.
certainly is baby junk man radio and rock pile with you ain't nothing but fine 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 that's going out to my girl how about you send it out to yours as well <laughs> there you go wrapping up a set of rock and roll man with rock pile and you ain't nothing but fine but uh man unfortunately we only got one record out of those guys wish we could have got more but uh hey you know they had too many egos in that band i guess you know dave edmonds nick lowe billy bremer you know just a couple of nobodies, you know? Brian Adams before that from the Get Up album, and you're, You Belong to Me. Great stuff. Love that record. Love Brian Adams, man. Great songwriter. Good rocker. T-Rex with Jeepster preceded that. 
Also played some Delbert McClinton. Yeah, that's right. Every time I roll the dice and uh, played some Black Crows, who incidentally have announced that they are back together again and going to do a tour. I guess the brothers Robinson have made up their differences, and uh, you know, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I believe uh, they just started that tour, and uh, so they're going to be coming to a city near you. And started things out with something I haven't played in a long time. I had to look that one up on YouTube, you know, and uh, hence the bit of the commercial at the end of it. But that was the London Choir Boys. I was thinking about that song, and I realized that I didn't have it in the system, so I had to go out and find it, and, of course, I did. So I found the video for it. London Choir Boys, a great song called 7 O'Clock. And, uh, well, with that, I'm going to wrap up another fine edition of Junk Band Radio. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. I'm going to leave you with some uh, the late, great Stevie Ray Vaughan at his best and his last, actually, unfortunately, from, uh, from his final record, In Step. This is uh, Scratch and Sniff. I will see you next time. Thanks to my guests for calling in. And uh, we'll see you soon on Junk Man Radio live at Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim, California, your one-stop shopping for rehearsing, which a band happens to be doing right next door. Uh, recording, which I'm doing right now, uh, broadcasting, all the above. So it's right here in Anaheim, California, Doll Hut Studios. Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble right here. I'll see you later. This is Junk Man out of here.
cool dude coming through that door. It's not the latest, man. It's not Superman. It's Junk Man. Jump, man. Jump, man.